Thank you for listening or watching to another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about the season of the Drifter vid doc we watched on stream. I expressed my concerns uh, and weighed in on why I'm kind of worried. I did outline what I felt like was the good and good changes that they are making. I think if you're a fan of Gambit, you're in for a big treat, but I am worried about the player base at large and player behavior. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live, catch me live on my stream, twitch.tv slash say no to rage. I'm probably live right now. That's typically when I have these hit the feed. So come on in and watch. If I'm not live, click follow, and I'm sure you'll catch me another time. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button on the video and subscribe to the channel. That's a free and easy way to support what I do. Thank you so much for those of you that do that to all of the videos and for subscribing to the channel. All right, let's just jump into the questions. I'm going to try and go fast. I should be able to go faster because I'm not playing the game right now. Sir Topping, do you think they should bring back artifacts like in D1 Rise of Iron? That's not a need right now. That's not a loot pursuit that I want. We need better weapons and better perks and better armor and better perks. And I feel like we're getting that at least in the Gambit armor. We're getting... We're getting... Uh, contextual power is a buzzword that I've used sometimes. We're getting power that is for a certain context. And I think that's a great decision. I want to see more of that in the future. Hopefully it's a taste of things to come. Even if you're not a fan of Gambit, you can at least celebrate perks specific to an activity. Nova Hands. Hey Lono, uh, what's going to be the point of old Gambit if everyone is grinding Gambit Prime? It feels like they're making old content obsolete again. Uh, shoot, what a good question. Frick, oh, golly, geez. Um, I don't know how to answer this. I would only think that, uh, maybe there'll be bounties and, and, uh, there's still loot there to pursue. There's still things to do. There's still the old weapons. There's the trust and everything. Again, I really don't understand why they don't bring Ada's bounties. If, if they would bring Ada's bounty style to the drifter in this season I'll probably just shut up and take it I'll be like alright let's just grind this out because if I decide I really like the the hand cannon or the auto rifle and I can have that intentional grind with the bounties like with Ada dude I'll do that I like that I like an intentional grind even if I'm not a big fan of Gambit Prime if it ends up being something that I don't really enjoy I'll stay in that loop if it's intentional if it's random drops like gold Gambit gee many freaking Christmas that's going to be so hard to stomach they need to bring the intentional grind that'd be a great way to keep people in old Gambit if I could grab a bounty for the trust and grind old Gambit for a good roll on the trust I would probably do that so I'd love to see them do that. But, I mean, come on, Bungie. You can't leave Gambit, old Gambit, on, on, the, on the rocks, especially with no intentionality. So they are, as you can see, right up there next to the Drifter's hand. They're bringing private matches for original Gambit on March 5th and then private matches for Gambit Prime on April the 2nd. So I, that, again, is, might hurt original Gambit if people start siphoning off into private matches. Uh, bird of words isn't it better to have something to do with the gear from the pinnacle pve activity other than just doing the same activity again i'm not sure if you're like trying to refute what i was saying yes having purpose to the gear you're getting is a great decision my concern again is that if you don't like gambit prime Every single piece of this season is connected to Gambit Prime. You can't pivot to the Reckoning and feel like it's worth your time if the main reason to grind Reckoning is for armor that is linked to Gambit Prime. Don't you see? It's it's completely connected. It's like it's like using the Drang and the Sturm. The Reckoning and Gambit Prime come together. 
they are their brother and sister. You like, there's no real reason to run Reckoning unless you like Gambit Prime. So again, that's a risk, man. That's a lot of eggs in one basket. They could have they could have split the loot pool. They could have had the armor drop in Gambit Prime and had some of the weapons drop in Reckoning, or a completely different loot pool for the Reckoning. Tying them together is that's that is doubling down on Gambit Prime if I've ever seen it. They're like, yo people are gonna like this we better tie the reckoning to it like that to me is super super risky um evil the waffler do you think this is trials gambit (laughs) it's one round and it's got rolls and stuff i think do you want to know what i think this is do you want to know i think this is this is potentially bungie's test for the future of pvp and destiny that's what this might be, is how can we evolve PvP beyond this limping horse of, of imbalance and, uh, and, and power fantasy? This could be an experiment to say, what if we did roles-based PvP, right? Roles can balance and bring, and bring give and take, so we don't have to worry so much about weapons or abilities that are too strong. It could be part of that, that evolution of Destiny. Because um, there just seems to be a lot of, the, a lot of uh, they're just not paying attention to PvP. You know, so I don't know. It could be an experiment in that realm. Bungie's always thinking like 10 steps ahead. And that's that's what this could be. People like they're not thinking 10 steps ahead. You Bungie apologist. Believe me, companies that are doing what they're doing are thinking 10 steps ahead. Everything is a lot of what they do is calculated. Um, And in this case, that could be what's going on. Uh, Pastry Din, can you at least say that the gear looks awesome? I did! I did! I saw your question, Pastry Din, ahead of time, and I made sure in the video to really give 10 out of 10 props to the art department. They always knock it way, way out of the park. Anybody that's ever worked on a single piece of the art in Destiny has a future in game design. They are they are so, so, so good at what they do. They could if, if, if Bungie ever, like, downsized or something, which I doubt they would ever do that. Hopefully they don't do that. If they ever did, anybody in the art department would have a fantastic resume they, what, everything they create looks just so dadgum cool there's only been like one Eververse set that's kind of looked kind of corny that like little Dutch boy hunter set for the dawning was pretty bad but for the most part they're all, everything they crank out is just fantastic looking I mean from Age of Triumph to now I've never been disappointed in how stuff looks for the most part Risey what would you have done different on the second season of the annual pass? Uh, just want your opinions. I would have split it, man. I would have split it. I would have had the reckoning not be tied to Prime. Because then they could say, if, if I'm Bungie, I want to say this. Listen, if Gambit Prime's really not your thing, don't worry. The Reckoning's got tiers of difficulty, it's intense, and it's got dope loot. Dive into that. Each week it changes. There's tiers. There's all sorts of different things for you to do head into the reckoning to and instead it's they don't say this but it's like if you don't like gambit prime sucks to be you you know how you living hot shot you don't like gambit prime well f you like it's like there's nothing for you <laughs> there's nothing for you so that's how i would have done it i'd have split them because you also have to consider there's no raid and there's no pvp either there's just th- think about what this is okay there's no raid. There's no real PvE thing other than the reckoning, but the reckoning side to gambit. There's no PvP. This is in this weird 
this is in this weird like limbo place right it's like it's almost like a purgatory (laughs) well hopefully you really like gambit prime because it's a little bit of everything it's intense it's got like kind of like a raid boss and there's pvp and it's gonna be sweaty and hopefully you like this you know and again that's why i think it's risky The, the game is four years old and people have fallen into rhythms and habits and pve grind and pvp grind this ain't it so hopefully people really like it because it seems it seems outside of the bell curve of player behavior and again i pray i'm wrong uh devin latt they failed to mention anything about new exotic armor or guns have they forgotten that exotic armor is valued by players it's coming it's just not on this menu uh i think they really just wanted to focus on the content and not like a bounty Right? I mean, they didn't even mention... They mentioned the Thorn Quest kind of in passing. They didn't mention the pinnacle weapons either, homie. There's three pinnacle weapons. I mean, they're mentioned very briefly. It's like a it's like a flyover. So... Um, yeah. Hey, JD. Would you still be very rigid in terms of making swift changes when the feedback comes in this season? Would they still be very rigid in terms of making swift changes in the feedback? I, I don't know. I don't understand your question. Uh, Z Speed. Do you think the arc week will be similar to the elemental buffs in the Solstice event? Maybe. Maybe. Then maybe there'll be storms and stuff everywhere. I don't know. I have zero clue. I have zero clue. It could be them experimenting with something like that, like a thematic elemental thing. Uh, no need for base gambit. Already dealt with this question and gave ways that could make old gambit matter with the bounties similar to Ada's bounties. Velociraptor. With no raid and cop being the way that it is, how did Bungie expect people to drop Apex and Anthem and soon Division? This is actually a great question. This is another part of the layer of concern here is that as I just said, four years into the franchise, if you're a mainly PvE player or a mainly PvP player, this is right down the middle, and they're really banking on it converting people into a style of Destiny player that I don't think really exists right now. As I said a little while ago, even if you like Gambit, I want you to imagine playing one round of high-intent sweaty Gambit and that being basically what you do for the next couple of months. That I think is is again as a risk. It really could hook people. I look games have to evolve and advance within their identity, and this could be a step forward. It very it could it could. I've just continued to say it's risky. I'm not pronouncing it as terrible or bad. I've been very careful. I think this is risky. That's it. That's the that's the where I want to land on this. Okay, uh, Jaco the the nap something kid thank you so much jacob uh or jaco for the two months welcome back brainchild are we getting new exotic weapons and armor like we did in all the destiny dlcs if not what's your comment on that we are getting new exotics i don't know how many and what other than the thorn mr bill dog thoughts on this being the first piece of major overhaul improvement to every aspect of the game i mean they can't do everything at once so maybe this is going to be the first peek into an overhauled game in which the content and delivery is completely controlled by bungie there might be periods of dull content and certain types of players until they roll out their re- until they roll all their revamping out well we got to be clear about here something here mr bill dog Th- they didn't show us any as you're calling it, an overhaul and improvement of every aspect of the game. That isn't present in the vid doc. The vid doc is a commercial for Gambit Prime and The Reckoning. That's what it is. It's eight minutes about two game modes, basically. There's there's quick mention of Thorn and Pinnacle Weapons and the Revelry. Those are like those are like footnotes. 
This vid doc doesn't say anything about overhauls and improvements of the game. If anything, this is just another container. Listen, I ruffled a bunch of feathers the other day when I said that Anthem is in a far better place with respect to one specific thing, okay? Endgame expansion of a, of a, of a, of a, a loot-based service game. I think Anthem's in a better place to like fill it up and then you go up the, the spiral staircase and everything matters from free play to contracts to legendary contracts to the, to the strongholds. It all matters, right? So much in Destiny doesn't matter and this kicks the can further down the road, right? It's just another container for you to live in ignoring the six to eight other public spaces, ignoring milestones, ignoring strikes, ignoring nightfalls, raids, raid layers. It's Gambit Prime and Reckoning. We're just, we're doing that episodic shift. That's why I said I would have been thrilled. I would have been thrilled if they just said, hey, all the NPCs on all the planets now have bounties like Ada that cycle. Their loot pools have been refreshed. Enjoy chasing those guns if you'd like, those armor sets if you'd like. They've been brought up to year two. If you if you're not if 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 Gambit Prime and Reckoning's not really your thing, we've got all these new things and pursuits for you to go and do. Revamping all that stuff would be a great way to fill in the game and bring and bring the whole game up and then also let me set public space to the new cap. Once I'm 700, I should be able to go into all the public spaces, all of the content, raise it to power level 700, and have really good bounties and rewards in accordance with that. Again, bringing the entire game with me instead of leaving so much of it behind. That's that's why I said I think Anthem's in a better place to expand their endgame, because they've set themselves up with a better scaffolding of everything matters bring it with you. Everything matters. Bring it with you. You gear up to go up. You gear up to go up. You just keep going up the spiral staircase. You don't leave anything behind. So you want Sweaty Patrol? If you feel like it, yeah. Adventures, Lost Sectors, Public Events suddenly being actually difficult and then having bounties and rewards in line with that? Stop comparing games? I don't know if you realize this or not. It's my stream and my content. I will say and do whatever the frick I want. And if you don't like it, you can leave. This is exactly something that Destiny's always struggled with. Is that when you get to the end game, so much of the content, it doesn't matter. Right? Reusing 80% of the games to make it relevant. Right! Like, all the planets, all the activities, you just leave them behind. This is another hammer in that, in that idea of like, here you go, boom, boom, boom. Here's another episodic thing to do, and everything's getting less bu- left behind. So, as somebody in chat saying, I'm so down for sweaty strikes instead of speed running. It would be another dynamic experience in Destiny. It'd be another way to experience the content, so that I'm really powerful. Now, what I'm going to do? Well, you can raise the power of everything and, and get access to new, new act, new, uh, new pursuits and new challenges. Because you're really strong now. Now you have a reason to be really strong. You get really strong in Destiny, and you generally don't have anything to do other than grind what Nightfalls raids and PvP. So, uh, Agent Gotham. Will this open a new can of worms where in the future we see gear and weapons for specific modes? Uh, this will be horrible, but begs the question. I don't know why you would say this would be horrible. I think contextual gear is awesome. The Trials gear was awesome. Raid perks on Wrath of the Machine gear was awesome. I, 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 don't, I don't know what game you're playing, but I think that's awesome. I think that gives you a sense of empowerment and loot pursuit that is contextual to what you like. I loved getting a full set of Wrath gear. It felt cool. Increase... increase purple brick drops on my gloves 
I, my chest piece made me stronger when holding the charge. My boots made me faster when I was holding the holding the cannon. It felt awesome. Like, why would you not like that? I think that's great. I think that's good for the game. Uh, Jake the Kid. Hey, Lono, I just finished watching the vid doc and I've been playing since 2014. I feel like the week-to-week hook isn't really there. I'm usually a PvP guy, but I dabble. Love to know your thoughts. That's, again, my concern. Jack the Kid, you are my concern. Players like you are my concern. You've been playing, you know, since 2014. You like to come in and do your weeklies and do your stuff and do your chases. And this is, this is Gambit Prime. This is, this is a couple of months of Gambit Prime, and if it doesn't land on you, it's going to be hard, I think, to feel motivated to boot the game up. It really will. Listen, there were people that said, I didn't like the forges, so Black Armory didn't land on them. This is a very similar vein, and in a, in a, and in a worse way, because Gambit Prime is a whole new thing and a whole new style of content. Forges, again, were at least within the thematic loop of Destiny, so the, there was, I think, more people caught up in that net and that grind. This is just like that, but in some ways worse. You're putting everything on Gambit Prime and hoping it hooks people. And if it doesn't, then the proof will be in the pudding, I think. Donut. What if, and I'm just spitballing here, that the Reaper set of the Gambit Prime gear just mainly has perks associated with PvE bonuses rather than Gambit bonuses, and the same is associated with the Invader set for PvP? I have zero clue if there's any reason to think this. It made it very clear in the trailer there were armor sets that came with perks, and when you see people with full armor sets, you're going to know they have all those perks and they're going to be stronger. They made that very clear in the trailer. You're imagining a completely alternate reality that they didn't even hint at, so I don't see why that would be the case. Little Jim, is it easier for the devs to produce PvP content than PvE? Is that why it seems a lot of the PvE content pushed on us? Uh, Is that why it seems like it's a lot of PvE content? Um... Man, your question doesn't make any sense. Is it easier for them to produce PvP content than PvE? Is that why it seems a lot of PvE content gets pushed on us? I don't understand your question. You're at, you're making it sound like it's easier to make PvP, but then using that as an argument of why they're shoving PvE content at us. This is a confused question. I, PvP content's not easier to design. PvP is easy to crank out maps, but Bungie doesn't have a great track record with PvP modes. Rift and then Breakthrough, and then what's this other one they just did? Like, their their PvP game mode innovation has always been bad. I'm not, I don't want to be mean. Trials was great. Um, Trials was great with Elimination, but Rift? No. Breakthrough? Uh-uh. And then what was the other one? What was the other one with the... Uh, um, it was better to not do the actual thing where you go and stand on the thing. Yeah, there's the, there's the lockdown ones. What's the one where you went and stood on the thing and if you didn't do it, it was, it was better to not do that? Was that what lockdown was? I'm talking in Destiny 1. Sabotage. Thank you, Bulldogs. Do you remember how stupid sabotage was? No, I'm salvage. It was salvage, not sabotage. Salvage. Do you remember how dumb that game mode was? You were... It was better to not do the objective. It was stupid. Like, anytime you went into the one playlist where, like, rotate game modes. Oh, dude. Like, Breakthrough, Rift, Lockdown, and and Salvage are all signs that, like, for whatever the frick reason, they just can't get new PvP game modes off the ground. They just can't. That could be just because I... People are kind of just used to running the same basic modes and they don't really want to bit dip into those. And when they dip into those, they kind of mistreat them and cheese them. Like people played Rift and just spawn trapped. Rift was fun until people started spawn trapping. Rift was great 
for a couple of weeks and then everybody would just spawn trap because you can't flip spawns and it was a joke um so even if you like rift the design standpoint of rift was actually pretty bad uh once people realized you could just spawn trap so I don't think PvP content has been has been easier for them to design because when they've tried to iterate on PvP, they've struggled. Unless they dial in something that's just from another game mode. Like, Countdown is Search and Destroy from Call of Duty. It's a tried and true game mode. It's just well thought out. There's natural pain points and pressures that you can apply whether you're dismantling or arming, and it's got a good balance. I actually think Countdown was really, really fun. I think Countdown was a good game mode, but once you leave the 4v4 environment countdown gets kind of rough 3v3 elim also has just like a natural sauce but again those are just kind of classic modes sloth do you think gambit prime will exist in addition to gambit or replacement i think it's supposed to be in addition to it so again they may be just assuming that people stop playing it and they're just like hey we know gambit's going to kind of die but if you ever want to play gambit private here's private modes again i don't know if they're going to have a lot of incentive to run classic gambit unsung do you think this is enough to bring players back to destiny it's not very enticing season especially with no raids of any sort that's i mean again that's one of the other risks is that you you bring people back in, you cast a wide net, you say, hey, no matter where you are in the game, you're going to be able to hit 640 within the first hour of the season. That's such a smart choice. Again, it's a band-aid, but it's a really good band-aid. I still think the leveling in this game is atrocious, but at least they're getting people into the right in, like into the right thresholds really, really fast. That is to be applauded. However, it the, the pinnacle PvE activity is called the Reckoning, and the only reason to run the Reckoning is for armor sets for Gambit Prime. So that, again, I think is going to work against people being like, if they're like you and they're looking for pinnacle PvE activities, the pinnacle PvE activity is attached to Gambit Prime. And again, that's risky. Ginger 300. Overall, I'm pretty excited for Gambit Prime. One question I do have is, will Reckoning have matchmaking? I hope it does. Also, do you think Bungie are holding cards due to the competition around this time? And are holding tight until Penumbra. We all speculated that this could be a thinner DLC because of the games launching, and they put more they put more weight in Penumbra. When I look at this, I think that's probably pretty true because they basically created the Reckoning, and they just created tiers, and then they created Gambit Prime, and they created maps. Okay, so we don't have strikes, we don't have story missions. Um, Season of Opulence. Yeah, I guess they've gotten rid of the annual past names, which again is just confusing. So Penumbra is basically Season of Opulence. The seasons were supposed to represent the free content, and the names Joker's Wild and Penumbra were supposed to represent the annual past paid content, and they've muddied that water for some freaking reason. I don't know why. If I was an annual pass holder, I'd be scratching my head and be worried that you just devalued what I bought because now you changed the name, and I'm like, wait wait, if this is Season of the Drifter, is this free now for everybody? Like, I, I don't, that would be, I, I don't know why they did that, but that's, for whatever the frick reason, something they decided to do. Aristocrat, with two seasons now laid out, do you think the hyper-focused content drops, Season of the Forge being PvE, Drifter being Gambit, is a better delivery system uh, than large biannual DLC? We'll have to wait and see, because uh, Season of Opulence looks to be it's going to have a raid and, you know, I don't know, probably more PvE stuff. So PvP is getting kind of ignored. Uh, so I don't know. I have no idea, my man. The classic DLC structure wasn't working. Uh, Taken King and Forsaken are proof of that. They were like saviors uh, for, for not so great deliveries. 
Dark Below and House of Wolves, uh, not so great, kind of bad. Here comes Taking King to save the day. You know, Curse of Osiris and Warmind, ugh, Warmind was pretty good, but the curse was not, and here comes Forsaken to save the day. So clearly that wasn't the way to do it. And I, I think, logistically speaking, this is better. It's just, my concern is more about the content itself. When I look at this, I see really smart innovation of an existing game mode, really good decisions about leveling because people are getting stuck behind, really good thoughts about rhythmic delivery so it's always something kind of new and fresh. That's all good. What's not good is once I get on the ground and I'm like, okay, so basically if I don't like Gambit Prime, I don't have anything to do for a couple months. Like that's, that's the narrow risk that has me concerned. Ionic Dreams. Uh, looks like rolls are tied to the armor. Can you get a full set without the other tiers unlocked? Why run the other tiers if you already have a full set or we have to wait a month? It seems like you pick your roll and then that changes the glow or something or maybe you have to unlock the rolls on the gear and like you go into the armor and select it. I don't know. They didn't explain that. Uh, Guaira. Are you judging the season without consideration that Bungie just got away from Activision? You can turn an aircraft carrier... uh, You can't turn an aircraft carrier as fast as a dinghy. (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, I appreciate the picture. Listen, I I didn't think this was going to be a big shift. You're not talking to the right person if you think I thought this was going to be some big, huge jettison for Destiny because, yay, ding-dong, the witch is dead, no more Activision. I actually don't think most of the problems in Destiny were ever linked to Activision. I think the devil was the deadline. That's not Activision's fault. I think there needed to be deadlines had to be hit, margins had to be made, and the devil was the deadline. So, um, I don't think being free of Activision is suddenly going to usher us into this, like, promised land. And I especially don't think that's going to be true of Season of the Drifter or Season of Opulence. I don't think we're really going to see the benefits of being away from Activision. Probably not until the next game comes out. I think the rest of Destiny 2 is going to be a trajectory that gets set and largely just kind of sails and, and coasts a little bit. This feels a little bit like coasting, you know? a game mode, an activity, and then just maps and tiers. I'm not knocking it, but it feels a little bit like coasting. And then I think when they finally land Destiny 3, or if they decide to call it something else like Destiny Universe, that's when you'll truly see, okay, this is Bungie on their own. This is different in tone, delivery, whatever. I don't think you're going to notice any of those those shifts or changes in Destiny 2. And if we, they do, if we do, it'll be pretty subtle. Mag Winston. If Trials of Osiris came back, would it help the season a bit? And would updating planetary vendors help? I mean, updating the vendors would help immensely. Trials is not going to help right now. Um, I just don't think Trials is going to help. I think Trials is uh, would be like a, a firecracker. It'd be like a bottle rocket. Yeah, Trials! And then after a couple weeks of meta banging your head against the wall of the meta, I think people would be like, this is not as good as I thought it was going to be. Too many crappy maps. Um too many too many cheesy team builds I don't think people would like trials after a couple of weeks um, nah, maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm wrong but they would have to gut and take out ton, a ton of the maps because so many of the maps would be so frustrating for trials and I still think the meta would just be it, I don't think it would be a, I don't think it would be a celebratory thing I really don't I think it would be like when people discovered the wormwood 
and it was like what the frick is going on everybody's running around with wormwood sidearms it was kind of funny but it was like that's not what you would want to live in and I feel like people would have to live in a meta that they wouldn't enjoy for very long uh system shock do you think the season will have a title as well like season of the forge had blacksmith oh I don't know I'm sure they'll announce that if that's uh, if that's a thing uh, Kulak, are you disappointed they're not adding new pursuits to the Black Armory and its forges? You know, I don't know if that was a good idea. Like, maybe they should have considered doing that, like a step ladder, like maybe not a step ladder, but like a, hey, season of the Drifter comes out, and we're also going to be like upgrading. We're going to be upgrading uh, the the forge stuff as well. That seems really close in proximity. I could see them reusing the forges like the end of this year and putting new loot bosses and mechanics in them because they've built like they've built really good containers like they did with the infinite forest and escalation protocol and blind well are all good containers that could be repurposed later repurposing them right away seems pretty fast or refilling them or whatever uh the focus is on the new stuff that's generally how they do it uh exo uh, ex-soldier I believe that picking roles in Gambit Prime will help tremendously with PvE players and PvP. What do you think? Help tremendously in what way? Like, sure, it's going to add depth and strategy, but it could also add really frustrating and stupid metas. Yeah, just do three of this. Just do four of this. It's ridiculous. Watch. And then they just crush. Um, We'll just have to wait and see. That's my biggest concern, is that, like, imbalanced team comps will emerge from this, and people will just run like, yeah, everybody pick red, yeah, just pick red, here we go, here we go, and then it's like a joke. Um, That'll be the biggest concern. Uh, Hopefully, if you do that, you'll be exposed to deficiencies and weaknesses that might hurt your team comp, because the other team will be more balanced. Like, I'm hoping they were thoughtful about that. I, I don't have a lot of confidence in them having that balanced. If we look at Gambit's initial execution, all it took was a couple of weapons and reasonably smart players to make Gambit kind of a joke with the boss meld and Queen Breakers and Sleeper. So they don't exactly have a good track record of thinking these things through, or at least they think them through, but I don't know if they do a good job of anticipating what the... uh, what the currents of live players are going to do and then they're really 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 slow at fixing things double the intended aim assist on queen breakers for how many months and they just let it be I mean I, <laughs> you know so uh, it's it's just one of those things it's like I, I have concerns there too like I have concerns at a macro level and a micro level at like a macro level I've been talking like big picture stuff but like micro level it's like dude even at that even at like that the, the smaller like interworkings of the mode I don't have a ton of confidence in them to see sort of like having foresight and being like people are gonna run four reds what if they do that you know what if they do that and combine it with these builds they just proved with the initial execution of Gambit that they did not have a good job of predicting the landscape and it caused tons of frustration in the game mode uh, Rex says in the vid doc we see Leviathan Raid as Luke Smith is saying new and exciting things for uh, season of opulence do you think this means random roles returning to the season of the redacted well it's no longer season of the redacted it was leaked as season of the shadow and it's been changed to season of penumbra so season of the shadow I must have been like a, a placeholder um Exotic Intrepid had a three-month sub 
Uh, Matt Blood had a two-month sub. Matt Blood with a tier three. I'm sorry I missed your resub, Matt Blood. I'm so sorry I have alerts turned off. I'm Melee with 11 months and 12 months from Real Groovy Grim. Thank you, guys. Big, big subs and big, big uh, streaks in there. Thank you very, very much. Um, So, Penumbra seems to be jettisoned as a name. I just don't know why they did that. I'm worried that they're they're going to confuse annual pass holders. Um, Apollo made... So, did we learn from the vid doc that the DLC is dropping this coming Tuesday? Yes. I mean, you can see it plain as day right here, March 5th. Uh, this was showing during my initial talk, so try to <laughs> try to look at what's going on. March 5th is right around the corner, and it's going to start with Gambit Prime and Reckoning Tier 1. Uh, Mac says, Did they not say the Gambit Prime will change or evolve during the season? Could this be a way for them to try some newer, crazier ideas? that the community came up with but without altering the core gamut experience sure i mean in this community here we came up with the idea of having roles in gambit i'm not saying they got it from us but i mean who knows maybe somebody went from here and posted on reddit and somebody at bungie read it on reddit or saw a clip of us talking about it in a q a and they're like hey they might be onto something four people four roles there's distinct roles in the game of gambit there's people that kill there's people that bank there's people that invade you know so Rex, what do you think Arc Week uh, and Revelry is? I have no idea. The Revelry sounds like a... uh, That sounds like an Age of Triumph thing to me. Um, Dylan just confirmed the Reckoning will have matchmaking. I would would imagine they would do that. Why would they not? Forges have matchmaking. Gambit has matchmaking. That'd be super dumb to be like, no, there's no matchmaking for Reckoning. Good luck. Uh, That'd be terrible for accessibility so I just assumed it would have matchmaking it's a four man activity just like Gambit uh Aikster do you think dredging will be harder to get this new season I have no idea Bumble uh 17 do you think the armor set will involve a lot of people mixing uh as you could have a helmet for invading a chess piece for moat collecting etc at least one armor set for each role I don't know how it's going to work. It seemed like you got one armor set and then there were different things you unlocked on it maybe or different glows. I don't know if there's actually four different sets of armor. It looked like one set of armor that could have four different glow sets on it. Uh, So we'll have to kind of wait and see. You can't mix sets. So are, are there actually four individual armor sets per class or is it one armor set with four different glows? I thought it was one armor set, four different glows. The glows indicated your roll and your perks. So that uh, that's a lot of armor. That's a lot of freaking armor if it's four entire sets per uh, per. It's one armor set with multiple glows. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's one. Uh, they said unique perks, so that's our answer. Yeah. I got the impression it's one armor set with four different choices. It seems like the community's in agreement with me on this. If we're wrong, that I think would be a little odd. Um, so, Johnny Always. Did you think Luke was pretty low-key in the vid doc? The individuals who worked on each element seemed uh, hyped, but he came across as quite reserved. Well, listen. I mean, Luke is... Luke is in a position right now where he's standing and sort of that's that's Luke. Like he's super. He is super super reserved for the most part. Uh, he's a pretty calm guy, but he's also staring at a giant sort of, you know, area that we need to traverse. He has to take us. He okay. Look, he's Moses, man. Okay, he's Moses. 
he's got to get us out of the wilderness and into the promised land for those of you that you know aren't familiar with like biblical stories okay he's Moses right now and that ain't a good place that ain't a fun place to be that's heavy right that's a lot of weight that's a that's a lot of weight on your shoulders he's got to get us to the promised land and uh, it's I don't think it's gonna be easy I really I really don't think it's gonna be easy he's got the beard He's got the beard. I think he's got the vision for good RPG. Um, the question's going to be timing and execution more than anything. I truly believe, I truly believe that Luke Smith and the people at Bungie have the ability to build an amazing RPG long game as service game. I truly believe they can do it. The real question will always be with Bungie is execution and timing. That's always the question. How in the world do you build it in enough time so that it's good and has depth and is what people want? Like, it's just so. That is the real, real weight. They can create the coolest looking stuff, their stories, their writing, their environments. They know. They know what they're doing. It just always comes down. Always comes down to timing and execution. I would bank on longer timing for better execution but margins and revenue are really really hard uh hard truths death and taxes baby they're hard truths that can disrupt ideals so what's your opinion on the trial situation i know people want it but i already kind of said i don't think it would be that good right now games in weird shape metas in weird shape maps aren't that great row row wilson hey lono do you think they are trying to show the format that they are moving forward in season of opulence while focusing on a particular part of the game maybe maybe but man oh man if this doesn't pan out you're gonna have to pump the freaking brakes on opulence if that's what they're planning on doing if it's a bunch of like raid style content you know like going back into the leviathan I don't know. Here's what I think they're going to do with Season of Opulence. Okay? New raid. New raid. Probably Leviathan in theme. And there will be a new activity. A horde mode style activity. And it will be in the the Castellum. I think they're going to use the Castellum for a horde mode style activity. So they have... And then they'll have like tiers of difficulty and you'll see the tiers launch just like this. And I think that's what they're going to do. I think they're going to create, I think um, they're going to create another sort of nice container. You had the forges, you got the reckoning and then you got the tiers for the reckoning. I think that's what they're going to do. I think they're going to use, I think they're going to use the Castellum. Um, And then there'll be a raid and that's, and that you'll see it structured very similar to here. Uh, now the question will be then what else though because that's I mean that's again that's a lot of that's a lot of eggs in that basket I think the other thing they'll probably do in that season is really start to invest in maybe the rest of the game as like a hey we really want to bring the other planets and we really want to bring the other activities forward so it's like a full court press but they might save the other planets the NPCs and the other loot pools for the next season pass so, but I think, I think, I think season of opulence is going to include things like a horde mode in the Castellum, a new raid. It's going to be Leviathan in theme. Uh, and that's going to be, a, I think it's going to be beefier too. I, I don't think this is very beefy. I think, I think season of opulence will be more beefy. Hobbit Spartan. If you answered this in my question, good job. Do you think that this will satisfy the trials as life community? 
No. No. People looking for trials are not going to celebrate this. Uh, Wheeler. Why is PvP being neglected in the game right now? The removal of trials, its replacement not being a priority, and no new content except Pinnacle Weapon for this is the last season. I can't give you an answer. I cannot give you an answer to that. I think that they've just kind of decided that PvP might not be worth the trouble. It's a super shaky, it's a super, it's a super shaky ship. Um, and being that it is a super shaky ship, I think there's a certain layer of risk in putting anything in that basket. Um, you know, I, personally, I think they just kind of look at PvP as like, you know what? It just, it's such an unpredictable animal. Let's just not even focus on it right now. You know, less people play it. It's so commonly complained about. It's just been a thorn on the side of the game for so long. It's not worth focusing on right now. Those players are more transient and, you know, I don't know. I don't speak for Bungie, but like, I just knowing what player base engagement numbers look like and what PvP typically brings to the discussion, it just doesn't seem like good rhythmic content, a good container for rhythmic content. King D21. What if Arc Week was a way to farm random rolls for weapons that didn't have Arc elements before? That way it fills the chase with kill bosses or monsters and getting gear. That way players won't feel they won't have to play Gambit all the time. Dude, homie, Arc Week doesn't show up until April 19th. Like, are you serious, bruh? Like, so all of March I have nothing to do then. Like, you see what I'm saying? I don't think that's why Arc Week is there. Um, I don't think that's why Arc Week is there. But <laughs> if it is, that's too far out. I mean, that's that's the, that's a month. You know, a whole month of nothing if you don't like uh, Gamma Prime. Uh, Kid Muscle says, why don't you think Bungie is making Exotic Catalyst more of a priority? Because Catalysts were a band-aid, man. They were a band-aid. Catalysts came when there was nothing to do, nothing to chase, no power in the game, and we lived in just a gross, gross double primary. And that's why they added Catalysts. It's not a priority because it's not a normative thing. It's not going to be a common thing anymore. They're going to go away. Now, if they give you ways to get Catalysts that you can't you can't presently get because of like Faction Rally being gone, well, that's different. But they're not going to be doing new Catalysts. I don't think Catalysts are coming back ever again. I think it was a Band-Aid. If they come back, I'll be surprised. Uh, FET44. Did I hear this right? Did you say, once you win a round of Gambit Prime, you get transported to the Reckoning? Or do both teams get transported once the Gambit Prime round ends? Yeah, I don't know. Chat might have to weigh in on that one. I think it's once you play your... I think the the phrasing was, once you get done with your first round of Gambit Prime, you get transported to the Reckoning. I don't think that's a standard thing every time. I don't think you finish and go right to the reckoning. No. Uh, I love the conversation while I work. 100%. Uh, thank you so much, uh, ExactCon, for 15 months. And Groovy Grim for a year. I already did that one. Yeah, it's only after the first round. I think it was Lars Bakken that said that. He said, after your first game, you get transported or whatever. Or did he say after you win the first time? I thought it was just after your first round, we take you to the Reckoning. And, like, it unlocks the Reckoning and takes you there immediately. Um, I thought they said it unlocks. They might even have just said it unlocks. I don't think... I don't think you're going to finish and they take you there every time. That'd be weird. 
Uh, kid muscles. Do you think we're ever going to get an alternative utility to the various NPC currencies? I have zero clue how to predict that, bud. Uh, Roguebot. I believe Destiny has always been a PvE-focused game with Crucible and Gambit sort of being side pieces. Uh, they've done big things before that aren't PvE-focused, such as Iron Banner, but again, that was never really a main focus, just something else to do. Does basing an entire season around one of the side pieces concern you that maybe Bungie is trying to shift focus and it will affect the classic content in the future? I mean, you said what I said in my video about concerns, you just said it in another way. Like, if you don't if you don't believe my concerns are valid, I want you to go to the director and I want you to open it. And I want you to look at the eight public spaces, the story missions, the strikes, the nightfalls, all of the raids and raid layers. And then I want you to look at the single green circle dot of Gambit. That's right in line with what this this person is saying, what Roguebot's saying. It's like a side piece, and it's the centerpiece of this season. That is why that is why I feel it's risky. I'm not decrying it as terrible or bad. It just seems risky. Uh, Mitchell. Do you think we'll be able to keep the Gambit Prime colors active during other instances or exclusively during Gambit? No idea. Uh, Megusta. We've all heard about people completing about over uh, complaining about overpowered weapons in Gambit. Queenbreaker. Do you think Gambit could be more fun and balanced if only Gambit weapons were allowed in Gambit? Uh, traditionally uh, and historically in Destiny, restricting what people can use is not well received. It would hurt the content's reception. Biscuit, thank you for four months. Um, Cosmo said they're active everywhere. There's your answer. The glows are active everywhere. Soured Outlook. If Drifter is not in the tower on the 5th, do you imagine the Derelict will be a new tower-like space? Maybe. I don't know. That sounds like it could be something. That's just another place to to travel and go through load screens, though, on console. That might not be very fun. Um, Kid Muscle. Given the current exotic drop rate, how do you feel about the redundancy of Xur's weekly offering? Xur is the backstop for when you don't get the things you want after so long. Uh... So that's what he's there for. And then he has bounties coming that we don't quite know or understand what they're going to be adding. Uh, Origami, not a question, but Cosmo replied to the tweet where I asked him if there was anything besides Gambit folks to contact with full calendar of quests, three tiers of Reckoning, and a spring event. So Reckoning is not mainly there for Gambit. Listen, I, I appreciate I appreciate what you're trying to do, Origami, but they literally say in the vid doc, that whenever you get finished running Reckoning, you are getting armor pieces for Gambit Prime. Now, if that was poorly edited and there's other reasons to run Reckoning, that I'm very, very happy. If I have other reasons to run Reckoning, I'm excited. But the vid doc does not give me the impression that that is the case. You go in, you get armor pieces for Gambit Prime. They are interrelated. I do hope that your reading of his response is true, but that's not what he's saying. You asked about Gambit, and he said, here's all the stuff that's not Gambit. Calendar of quests, three tiers of Reckoning, and a spring event. It's true to say that Reckoning isn't Gambit. That's true to say. But the purpose of running Gambit is to get stuff... uh, I'm sorry, the purpose of running the Reckoning is to get stuff for Gambit. Um, To be clear, I asked it like... If the gear is meant to peak in Gambit, because then I might lose interest. I I'm not taking his answer as 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 I don't. It's not giving me peace. 
I want to know with specificity, is there another reason to run the Reckoning other than getting Gambit armor pieces? If they don't answer that with any definitive yes or no, then you have your answer. If they won't respond and say there's a reason other than that to run the Reckoning, if they won't answer you, then that's your answer, right? If the Reckoning had its own loophole, that'd be pretty hype. That's what I said I would have done. I would have split them up. I don't think they should be connected because that just makes... That's too narrow of a basket to put your eggs in. Bless Binky with uh, 10 months. Thank you. Tiny Toast. How do you feel about another time-challenging event? I feel like it's been a bit overdone in Destiny 2. Um, I'm not a fan of time stuff, but the timer usually becomes a non-issue. It usually becomes false urgency. Uh, oh no, look out below. Zer bounties, did we get confirmation of what that loop for that is? Similar to Ad, uh, Ada bounties for the Forsaken armor? I don't know, man. They didn't say. They didn't say. Uh, Luke448. I haven't heard anything about new strikes or crucible maps. Is it okay that we'll be going at minimum six months without them now? Should Bungie prioritize them? Or will we be waiting for the next big expansion? First, you don't need new strikes. Strikes are pointless. There is no loot pool for strikes. I mean, they could add a couple strikes, but then they only really matter if you're going to run them as nightfalls. And the nightfall rotation isn't working well. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't, I'm not focused. I don't really care about strikes right now. I think they have so many other things to focus on and worry about to add longevity to the game, and it ain't strikes. Secretly Human. What do you think about of the, of the Reckoning being the first four-player four PvE activity? Do you think they're testing this to add potentially four-player PvE content? No. I think it adds ground to what I said. I think it is connected to Gambit. I think they envision you leaving Gambit and going into the Reckoning with your four-player team because the activities are linked. That's why I think they're doing it. I do not think it's a test for new four-player PvE activities. I think the main game is three or six, and this is something specifically tied to to Gambit. Uh, Rob Alvey. One of the things that was interesting is that they said they are looking at activities like Whisper since there is no raid in this. Do you think that might have something like that planned for the season? Yeah, that'd be great. But that's not a loop. I need a content loop, and that's not a loop. The loop is clear. Gambit Prime and The Reckoning. That is the loop of Season of the Drifter. And if you're not a fan of Gambit Prime... This is going to be a very thin season for you. Redrix, do you think the annual pass is based on the three types of players? Black Armory for PvE, Joker's Wild for PvP, PvP, and it seems like Penumbra is based on Crucible since we see a Red Jack boot, a Red Jack bot. Uh, I mean, Penumbra, which is now Season of Opulence, seems related to Leviathan, so I don't know why you think that's going to be related to PvP. Uh... <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think it's the goal of the seasons. I don't think Penumbra is PvP centered at all. Uh, good night. Did they mention that all the Prime gear would be the same, or will they have random roles that give us better perks? They didn't mention that. The 909 virus. Having seen the content for Annual Pass being put out so far, how are you feeling about Destiny 3? I really enjoy the lore, but I don't want to play... Uh, because I'm not enjoying many of the other activities shown uh, that are not shown enough love. Season of the Drifter seems to leave out the content needed for both PvP and PvE. This is another angle. This is another angle. What's good power, GPU? How are you, my man? Th- this is another angle that's concerning. Is that 
I've sat in this chair since Forsaken and pointed out a lot of the deficiencies in PvE, and plenty of people have done a good job pointing out the deficiencies in PvP. Those are the two main hoppers or containers for Destiny, and they're being, it seems, being pretty ignored this season, because again, the PvP, I'm sorry, the PvP is getting nothing. PvE is getting an activity that is directly linked to Gambit Prime. So again, it feels like a narrow basket to put all their eggs in. Uh, Alex, Mike, with the Prime resub, thank you. Doctor Wargasmic. Do you think that Destiny is in trouble with Anthem as competition now? I've been playing since Destiny 1, but I still feel with this new season, there isn't much reason to go back. Gambit was only fun for so long. Plus, Anthem feels much better in terms of the end game grind. Here's the thing. I don't think Anthem poses a threat to Destiny because the loot grind is completely and utterly different. And if you like the, the content loop and the loot grind in Anthem and you like it like more than Destiny, I don't know what Destiny can really do to convince you or change your mind. I like both, right? I love chasing rolls. I love shooting the guns. I love the shooties and the looties so much in Destiny. I really do. In Anthem, I really like the min-maxing, synergistic build crafting and the abilities and the combat and how cool I feel, how strong I feel. They have different appeals. Uh, Thank you, Alex Mike, for three months. Um, so, so I, I don't think Anthem is a threat to Destiny, no. I think Destiny's a threat to Destiny. <laughs> you know, I, this right here, this looks like a threat to Destiny to me. A, pot- a potential, a potential threat, a potential threat. I, I, I hope this content lands very well. This content could land and cause the biggest, the biggest exodus of players that the game's ever seen because I think it's very much a risk. It's in the middle. It's not PvP. It's not PvE. It's in the middle. And it could very easily cause a bigger exodus of players than we've ever seen. This is risky. This is risky. Um, that's been my main contention. And I will throw confetti in the air and do a I was wrong video if the player base responds well and the content's well received. We can check the player base numbers and watch. Because they've stabilized, the player base numbers are still in actually very, very good shape. So we'll have to kind of watch about when it goes up and how quickly it goes back down. Arf Dog. Why should the extra Gambit perk matter in on Reckoning Armor? It's probably still cool-looking armor to get with the standard perks. Yes, but then you're doing a pinnacle, very intense, very challenging encounter to play dress-up. Okay? So your question's sort of presuming, well, it's fine if you don't really care about the gamut stuff, Lono. You can still get traditional perks and kind of grind for a good roll. Okay. But I already have armor with great perks. I already have some pretty good builds. So I'm going to go into an encounter that they described as pinnacle and intense and tough to basically play dress-up. Like, I'm chasing it because it looks cool. I'm not trying to downplay or downtalk that if that's exciting for you. I don't think that's how most people chase loot in challenging content. They want something that's actually cool, not just something that looks cool. Synergistic, who was it? You're just making stuff up? I mean, you could uh, you, you have access to the internet right now, so you could use a, a dictionary and look up synergy or synergistic uh, and educate yourself. It'll make you feel better instead of looking like a silly person in the chat. Oh no, look out below. Thoughts on Allegiance Quest. A little bummed. 
but they made it character based feels like faction rallies where you're not really making a choice I don't care <laughs> I, I don't care I don't care the camera looks really nice yeah it's a nice upgrade it's a Sony a6000 I like it I'm using the Elgato cam link we get really great frame rate I don't care about that kind of stuff um, oh that was a joke okay I was like come on man synergistic's a word uh, undertow you didn't put a kappa <laughs> you didn't put a kappa undertow where is Bungie's PvP team? We've never seen or hear from them. What are they doing? Somebody told me that some of them have taken that that description out of their profiles on Twitter. I don't know. I don't know. You got the A6300 and you love it? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's just... Oh, I love how it looks. I love how it looks, Power. Your Twitter videos always look real nice. You always look real real handsome. Now, now the, camera, the camera's not really the cause of that, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Chester... What uh, what do we know about the 640 power boost supercharged bounty? They said with the supercharged bounties, you will be able to get to 640 power within an hour of the season launching. There you go. Yonner. Do you think bringing all the raids and past activities up to power level snuff would help with the content drought? Yeah, you do that and you add random rolls and I wouldn't have a word to say about this season. Ship it. Clip it. Ship it. Button and zip it do it like at the very least you could start chasing other stuff if you weren't interested in this now the reason i don't think they want to do that is they want to focus on the new game mode the new game mode doesn't doesn't stand a chance if you're giving people plenty of reasons to not touch it does that make sense like if if we get into like a what was it called it wasn't age of triumph the solstice of heroes if they did something like a Solstice of Heroes that did that, that's okay, and it's not diluting. If they suddenly were like, here's all this stuff for Season of the Drifter, oh, and by the way, also, we've raised everything to power and random rolls on a midnight coup and bliggity bliggity blah, that really, really dilutes the punch of this, and that new game mode would not, not stand a chance, right? So, they can't do that. It would really pull away. I, they Like, to be fair, they have to give the new game mode a chance. <laughs> and you don't give it a chance when you fragment the player base's intentionality and motivation by saying, oh, wait, so so here's the new stuff, but also, wait, there's more, wait, there's more. And people are like, oh my gosh, there's so much to do. And then Gambit Prime gets completely ignored. Uh, James Murda says, and thank you, uh, Funk the Buddha for 23 months so close to two years man and the gold badge what are your hopes for Gambit's future as there might be a cap to the pinnacle of PvE achievement where PvP offers a greater and constantly advancing upper tier due to players improving I think you're overstating the upward mobility of Destiny's PvP uh, a little bit but uh, as far as the what are my hopes for Gambit's future I mean this with all of my heart I hope that Gambit Prime is a hit <laughs> I do. I can say that with with truth with truth in my heart. I hope it's an absolute freaking smash hit because I want people to play Destiny and enjoy the game. I don't want people to boot up on Tuesday and be like, "This sucks." Like, I don't want <laughs> I don't want that. I don't wish ill. You think I wish ill on the game that's changed my life and given me a community and a job? Like, I wouldn't have a stream and a career in streaming if it wasn't for Destiny. I mean, I I, I love this game. I love Bungie, even though Bungie pays no attention to me. <laughs> uh, but 
I, I, I really do. I hope the game, I hope Gambit is a, Gambit Prime is a smashing success. I hope it's a smashing success. I don't, if I boot up and don't like it, then I'm going to cross my fingers and be like, please, 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 please. I really want everybody to like it. Even if I don't, <laughs> you know, it's just the probability factor seems low in for when I look at it. Just in time. I missed most of the stream questions, so I don't know if this has been asked, but what are your thoughts on DJ's tweet from yesterday that basically said there isn't anything called Joker's Wild? Do you think it's, uh, do you think this just kind of is, became this? Last season was Season of the Forge with Black Armory, and this is Season of the Drifter? So confusing. I think, from a marketing standpoint, it's a terrible decision. I think it is a terrible decision. You have now made past marketing materials inaccurate and stupid. You, you had a clear, great marketing path. I love the way that it looked. You had the season right along the top, right? Here's the free stuff. Season of the Drifter. Here's the free stuff. And then underneath, complimentary annual pass, Joker's Wild. It was very clear and very smartly done. And they've muddied and muddled that. So if you bought the annual pass, this right here is confusing as frick. I bought the annual pass. Where's Joker's Wild? Well, this is Season of the Drifter. That's just the season. Where's Joker's Wild? Whoever pulled the trigger on this, I'm telling you, this is not a good decision at all. You're just taking people who, who bought your annual pass and you're not necessarily devaluing their purchase, but from perception, it's like, how many people are going to look at this and be like, no, wait, I thought seasons were free. So are people getting this for free? I paid for this stuff. I thought I paid for Joker's wild. Where is Joker's wild? I, I don't know. I, and this doesn't say Joker's wild on it, guys. Look, it's all this, this right here is, 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 is Gambit prime and the quests. And, and and the reckoning and it says season of the drifter joker's wild is gone it bad bad decision from a marketing standpoint you have now confused people who have spent money and that's never a good idea <laughs> oh so now that you have our money you're gonna change it where's joker's wild i guess it's cut you know i mean all the <laughs> all the things that people are gonna be like assuming about this and presuming <laughs> you know Mellow, the X. Do you think that these random events in Arc Week, or like Arc Week, the Revelry and Crimson Days are good replacements uh, for more work towards the actual content drop, or should attention be diverted away towards future content drop? This question's super nebulous. I don't know. I don't know how good they are. Uh, the Dawning was cool, and then Crimson Crimson Days was just awful. It wasn't even an event. It was a bunch of rewards that we could get a year ago and a game mode. The dawning was cool. You were making cookies. You were getting tons of stuff. There was a sled. You got you got stuff for the cookies no matter what the frick you did. It was awesome. There was snow everywhere. And then the Crimson Days comes around. It's like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, it's the same stuff as last year. We added a bow. All right? All right, see you later. What? It was bad. It was awful. So, I don't know. I mean, we'll have to wait and see what the revelry is and what Arc Week is. <clears throat> it's Rondo. This new Gambit armor stuff is the first set to see armor set bonuses. The helmet does this. This add gloves. You unlock that etc. I mean, they did this in D1 with raid gear. Um, 
They did this in D1 with Raid Gear, so this isn't new. It's new to Destiny 2, though. Now, not necessarily, because they added raid perks for Leviathan, but they did it in a really dumb way, because it was like, you didn't have to grind for them. It was like, hey, by the way, if you have raid gear from Leviathan, there's perks on it now, and you were like, I didn't have to earn them, or unlock them, or anything, you just had them all of a sudden. And they were cool perks, um, they actually helped quite a bit in Spire of Stars if you needed heavy ammo, because uh, there were all those dogs you could punch for the heavy. Uh, Lono, big picture. D2, Div2, Anthem, all these games as service, each dev is pushing in slightly different directions. Can you see which have the best traction? I think Anthem has a better a better container to expand. I think Anthem is uh, stopping short right now because you stop at Grandmaster 1. I think Anthem's got a better container. Like when I look at Anthem, Anthem's like a balloon and the bigger it gets, like it's just going to expand and you get bigger and bigger and bigger and have really like a, a lot of stuff and pursuits for us to do like i think it's a more expandable game i think destiny has a good grip on rhythm of delivery but i think destiny is terrible at expanding the game so much of the game just gets left behind so much of the game gets left behind they've always struggled with that division i don't know we haven't touched it yet i think division is going to be similar to anthem that it can expand and have that spiral staircase feeling where you're always kind of gearing up to go up so there's always that sense of progress even if you're playing through the same stuff over and over again people are like well it's repetitious we're playing the same stuff yes welcome to a game as service welcome to a loot pursuit game like what that's how they're built chief keys is it okay assume thorn will be a vanguard quest uh since the item that you got from crota i mean it says allegiance quest and it has a vanguard symbol there so i i would say yes you could assume that hs plus do you think making an exclusive activity on each planet would help it, uh decrease the level of repetitiveness that sets in after gaining max power like horde mode on mars well sure that would help but like i said i think they could basically just allow you to say the public spaces can now be raised to the highest power level and when you do that there's new bounties and pursuits that enable you to feel like I'm really really strong on max power I can go into public spaces adventures lost sectors public events and I can play them at power and make them hard and there's a tangible reward for why I'm doing that uh, J. Christ, you may have already answered this if so please skip do we know if there are bounties for the gambit weapons no clue they didn't say uh, DDN says DDN the Ford? <laughs> Do you know uh, for which exotic the Allegiance quest is for? I mean, it says right here, Allegiance quest, and then it shows the thorn. So, there could be more? So. Ruku. So, Lono, you mentioned a couple times that Gambit is a PvP game mode in disguise. Could you develop that thought out a bit? If you've already done so, you can skip this. Yeah, it's a PvP game mode in disguise because the PvP, the PvE elements are a joke. Killing ads and getting moats is a joke. The pinnacle moment in the fight, the primeval, you know, bank those moats and summon a primeval, you know, is, he's a joke. He's tissue paper. You just, you melt him like wax above a hot fire. Just, he's gone. The most influential moments in Gambit are the PvP moments. They, the, the game of Gambit turns on the hinge of PvP. Whatever happens in the PvP encounters, that's where the hinge turns. The melt is freaking assumed at this point. They, I mean, they said it in their stream. Here comes the melt. Here comes the melt. It's like the boss fight is so inconsequential. And everything leading up to that is just race of 25, invade. Race of 25, invade. And everything turns on that hinge of PvP. It is a PvP game mode in these guys. Now, 
Gambit Prime may not be that way. We'll have to wait and see. Because they're adding roles that could be influential. Like, you could override a really strong PvP team with somebody that has, if you've got two people with the moat collecting perks. You know what I'm saying? You could steamroll with moats and over and maybe like kind of counteract a really strong PvP team. Gambit Prime could be a little bit better of the give and take, but again, it's one round and they said it's going to be like really sweaty and intense. So it's just like, we'll have to wait and see. They also said the boss is going to be more like a raid boss. So Gambit Prime could be less of a PvP game mode in disguise, but traditional Gambit was just, it was more, it was way more PvP than PvE, and that was just because metas emerged that the the true strategy kind of showed itself to be, you gotta invade first, get those kills, and that sets the tone for pretty much the whole match. Spooky, scary, uh, Skelly. Do you think the weapons made by Drifter, Malfeasance, Last Word, and Thorn, are going to get Catalyst? I have no idea. System Shock. Should they add set bonuses on raid loot uh, like they seemingly do to the Gambit Armor? They did it with Leviathan, and then they stopped. I don't know why they do that, but they did. Martini Glass. I'm hoping we get, at the very least, armor reset along with the Gambit Armor. We didn't get a reset... uh, for the last season, it concerns me that we'll be stuck with the rehash Mercury set and the spiky boy armor. I don't know what you're talking about. Are you talking? Is he talking about the, a reset on the armor? The armor that they showed looked different to me. I don't know. Maybe I was misreading it. No, no. I can see it right there in the picture. That's the Gambit helmet that the Titan wears. Um, looks like it's the same, man. It looks like they're just adding the glows. Lord Cat Gaming. Lono, as an owner of the annual pass, how do you feel about a portion of the money you spent being put in the content that you aren't thrilled about or don't really enjoy? Uh, that just comes with the territory, brother. That just comes with the territory. Plenty of people buy Destiny, and there's entire teams dedicated to Crucible. I barely touch Crucible. There's entire teams dedicated to the raids. There's plenty of people who don't touch the raids. That is just... That's the nature of it. You know what I'm saying? That... You're gonna. That's that's always gonna be uh, a thing in games like this. You could pay sixty dollars for Anthem and loathe one of the four javelins, and then be like, "Well, every time they make updates to the game, they're adding stuff for this javelin. I don't like that javelin. I mean, that's just kind of the way that it is." Um, you call BS? BS on what? Uh, what happened to heroic strike specific content? No idea. Strikes are meaningless. Uh, messier. Uh, but they do outline in the roadmap exactly what's free and what's not. Maybe they saw that having the name Joker's Wild is confusing because it doesn't indicate Prime or Reckoning. Um, Black Armory was the name of the content in Season of the Forge. I, no, I disagree with you. I, I don't think it was a good choice. It was confusing. Uh, do you think renaming the DLC to the season names only indicates a pattern followed by Fortnite where map changes analogous to Iron Banner, Pinnacle Weapons, etc. are free, but the Battle Pass owners get exclusive content? Right, I think it was just clearer before. It was very clear. It was so much clearer. Here's the season, free stuff in the season, here's the annual pass, the stuff you paid for. It was a clear distinction of difference. The season is free, Season of the Drifter, free, Joker's Wild, paid content. I don't, to me, I just, I don't know why you would depart from that. I don't, I don't get it. Uh, vicious spell. Not sure if asked or answered, but do you think this is a step in the right direction to bring players back over time? I agree that it might not be the best angle to take at the moment, but with the hype of Anthem and Division, I think it's okay to produce Gambit content now instead of later when people may actually want to come back. 
listen, if you're going to put chips on the table and you're going to put them chips on Gambit, now's the time to do it. (laughs) I agree with you because now is probably the most likely time in Destiny 2's life cycle where people are going to dip out and not really be all that interested in coming back. And they've made that kind of easy. Dude, I'm enjoying Div 2, I'm enjoying Anthem, or I'm looking forward to Div 2. That's all Gambit-based. I'm I'm good. I'm good, right? I don't think Bungie wants people to kind of pass on the game, but I think if you're going to invest in Gambit, now's the time to do it. And then the summer can hit, and people will be getting kind of burned on those other games, and then boom, Season of Opulence can land and be, be meaty and more stout. Thank you for seven months, cold a smiley. Rude Penguin. Was there any indication that the Gambit Invader would still get wall hacks? They didn't say. Yawner. Do you think Destiny could benefit from removing power level cap and having activities uh, that scale with level? Maybe prolong the grind better with better perks available as your power increases? I, I this doesn't this doesn't fit into the identity of Destiny. Hitting a cap makes sense. Raising activities to your cap to give you good rewards and more challenging environments to keep the entire game relevant, that makes more sense to me. Martini Glass Vanguard and Crucible Armor sets refresh. My bad, I should have... Oh, 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 oh. I would love to see the NPCs have loot refreshers. Yes, yes, all of them, not just those. But yeah, I would like to see that as well. Probably not going to happen, though. Probably not going to happen, brother. Uh, Greg Escapes. What are your thoughts on expanding Gambit? Do you think it's fun to play or watch this PvP? Uh, this is mis- This must have been in the pipeline for a while. Yeah, but they put this in the pipeline when they designed Gambit. And I don't know if they anticipated Gambit landing the way that it did so i don't know uh peabody sorry this has been asked but do you think d2 would have been better overall if there was not pvp we've talked about this a lot i think hindsight's 2020 and i do think over the years pvp has held the game back significantly i think the power fantasy and the amount of cool loot and builds they could have come up with would be much better with the absence of pvp plenty of people disagree with me on that but it's been a a constant point of contention and and problems with the game so i'm gonna cut it there no more questions we're gonna pivot to another talk and another q a so don't go anywhere if you're listening to this on itunes google play spotify or watching on youtube you can always tune in live twitch.tv slash say no to rage come on in if i'm not live click follow so you don't miss out on these talks as with all of my content appreciate you watching or listening please like share and subscribe